You're locked on FC Hockey's Scout Series. Bringing you closer to the top names in the NHL entry draft than ever before. Now, here's Kyle Watson. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to FC Hockey Scout Series. I'm Kyle Watson, and I'm here with Ray Napientek. How are you doing today, Ray? I'm good, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. So uh, you're based out of the USHL, and you're lucky enough to have some hockey going. How's that been, uh, being able to watch live hockey? Uh, it's been good. I mean, obviously, the USHL has uh, you know been rocking and rolling. They've had some hiccups uh, here and there with, with some cancellations during the weekends. Uh, but they've also done a pretty good job of, of rescheduling games and making sure that teams are playing. And uh, I'm just down the road from, from the Chicago Steel about 20 minutes. So uh, I haven't been in the rink yet. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back in there, but just kind of, you know, taking it to <laughs> weekend by weekend there and see where we're at. Uh, but, you know, I'm, Chicago Steel uh, have you know, they've had scouts in there. They've had media in there from my understanding and, but definitely have hockey and uh, USHL and video has been good to us. Uh, it's another strong year for the USHL and, and again for the U.S. development program. Uh, Luke Hughes is the crown jewel of the program this year. I wanted to b- ask you a bit uh, about him. How does he compare to his brothers? I think he's pretty comparable. I mean, he's a smooth skater, um, definitely shows, uh, you know, the ability um, to get pucks out of his own zone. Um, I think he's cool and collective, you know, something that obviously that probably runs into family, I would say. Um, you know, when, when he's in the corners in front of his own net, uh, making decisions in his own zone, you know, he's just a, a smart player. I think he makes good exit, uh, like I said, good exit passes and stuff like that. He uses his feet all over the ice. I mean, he keeps his feet moving. Um, you know, he could really transition, which I think is something obviously that runs in the family. Um, good, good shot, you know, always uh, has his head up, uh, you know, for me, I'd like to see maybe a little bit more on the defensive side of things. I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously, uh, you know, his brothers are, are pretty offensive as well, but um, to be able to say, you know, maybe dig in a little bit deeper, but for me, that might be nitpicking as well. I mean, so we were talking about a top five, top six possible draft pick, um, you know, for me, maybe a little bit tougher on the defensive side of things, but, you know, clearly his offense is there. His brother Quinn uh, is slowly emerging as one of the best young players in the NHL. Uh, he's known for his dynamic offensive ability. How close would you say Luke is to Quinn in that regard? That's a great question. I, I, I think right now, uh, comparing the two, um, he has a little bit ways to go. I think Quinn is, is really taking the NHL by storm um, from an offensive standpoint. I think, uh, you know, a shot from Luke, I think uh, a little bit more, um, you know, his ability in the offensive zone is there, uh, but I don't think he's quite there where, where Quinn is at um, from, a, from an offensive standpoint, especially at that level. I mean, obviously we're trying to project and stuff like that. I mean, shows that he has what – you know, NHL coaches or NHL scouts are going to look for offensively with a shot, with a, uh, you know, with a slap shot, wrist shot, getting pucks through, uh, being able to carry the puck, uh, you know, pretty much like his brother. Um, but for me, I, I don't think he's quite there yet. Chaz Lucius uh, is arguably the second best player out of that development program. Uh, he's yet to play this season due to injury, but do you still see him as a guy that could creep into that top 10, uh, even if he doesn't play this year? I think he can. I think, you know, scouts are, are obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> struggling a little bit um, to be able to put lists together would be my uh, uh, you know biggest thing with with Chaz but to be able to slot him you know if you're talking top five you know that might be tough to do if you're talking top 15 I think that's easy to do he's you know even with that in, even with the injury um, and not being able to get maybe as many views as uh, scouts would want to 
he's just very talented and Chaz is something I, I think, you know, with that shot, you know, he's a natural goal scorer. I think, um, you know, he can make plays in close. I think he can really drive possession, um, you know, for his team. Um, so I, I think it, it's, it's something that coaches and, and scouts are going to have to, or general managers and scouts are going to have to rely a little bit more on video, obviously with him, but, you know, if he clears that he shows that he's healthy and he gets back out there, there's no reason that he can't be a top 10 pick. We know how good he is in front of the net, um, but how's this transition game? How is he with his zone exits and entries? I think it's, he's good. I think he's got a quick burst. Um, you know, when he has the puck on his stick, he doesn't need to slow down uh, to, to play the game of hockey, with, you know, with the puck on his stick. So I think that's something that's going to be good. Um, for me, uh, and, and you see this a lot with, uh, you know, obviously younger players that he tries to do too much, you know, that it might be something that you get the puck into the corners and let your line mates and, uh, you know, go after it and stuff along those lines. But, you know, he's able to get through defenses pretty easily. Um, and, and, and if he uses his line mates, uh, which you have to do at that, at the next level, um, you know, he's going to be fine with the entry levels with the entries. I mean. So those two guys are definitely the stars of the team, but of course there's a lot more depth on that team. Has anyone else stood out to you on the U.S. development program team? I've really taken a liking to um, Jeremy Wilmer, um, you know, because he, he, he's just so undersized. You know, first thing you say is, you know, holy cow, you know, he's, he's, he's really small. Um, you know, if this was 30 years ago, he probably wouldn't even be on people's draft boards, but he's just so slick with the puck. Um, it's almost like it's glued to a stick. He's got quick hands. Um, he makes smart decisions. Uh, he's somebody that I think, make safe plays. You know, he, he's somebody when he's on the ice, doesn't look like he's going to make a mistake. Um, you know, and, and, and for me, I think there's some value in that, you know, he's not going to be a top, uh, you know, maybe he may not be a first rounder, you know, depending on where you're, you know, uh, you know, a, a team might value size and stuff like that, but um, he just works his, his tail off. He gets into to, to the tough areas um, in front of the net. Um, you know, he gets, uh, you know, plays into the corners. Um, and, and that's where somebody that, you know, not his, you know, with his size, that's something that you don't see a ton, you know? So I, I think he does do a lot of the dirty stuff that you like to see. Um, and <laughs> he could dangle with the puck he, you know, along the boards. He stops, you know, he's he got a little bit of caner in him. Um, and, and I'm not comparing him to Patrick Kane, but, you know, he's got a little bit of caner in him, when, you know, when he's able to make that play, give himself a little bit more time, wait for his teammates to be able to come back and, uh, you know, find open, you know, trailer. So he's somebody that's, that's really impressed me um, that, you know, for me, if you know, putting a draft board together, he would definitely be moving up. On a team with so many stars, do you think it's harder for someone like him to stand out? Or do you think the way the development team runs where they're, they're more focused on developing players than winning? Do you think that benefits him? Or do you think he'd be better off playing on another team where he'd get to star? I think it benefits them, uh, benefits him. He, he's done, you know, I mean, a, the, the USA development, I mean, there, there's, they're, they're doing a fantastic job I and mean, they're just loaded from top to bottom. I mean, you think back two years ago with that team with Jack Hughes and Alex Turcotte, you know, I mean, they're doing all the right things. I mean, that, that's for sure. He's playing with talented players and, and, and that's something that you like to see, obviously, as a scout, you know, see if you can compete with some of the best players on the ice and, you know, compete for ice time and, and, and get the development that he's getting with USA. I, I, I think Jeremy is, is definitely in a good spot. Now, moving over to the Chicago Steel, a bit closer to home for you, uh, the team you cover the most. Matthew Coronado has been on fire lately. He just broke the USHL record for longest point streak. I'm wondering, do you think he sneaks into the first round? He's been rising up a lot of draft boards lately. I think there is a definite possibility that he sneaks into the first round. Um, his play this year has been outstanding. I mean, it, it, and, and it's not just 
you know, he's just not scoring. I mean, he's in good position. He's playing good defense. Um, you know, he's a, he plays a, a really solid 200 foot game um, to me. So, you know, when you're looking for somebody that does have that skill, um, he's got it, uh, but it's not just that skill. You know, you feel comfortable with him in all three zones. He's playing at hundred miles per hour in all three zones. Um, you know, so for me, I, I think, you know, the goal scoring and getting the points and stuff like that is definitely a good thing. Um, not something that I necessarily rely on from a scouting standpoint you could put up some some really good numbers but um he is a really good all-around hockey player and, and that's part of what i mean the chicago steel preach i mean it, it really is something that if you want ice time you know you're going to have to play in all three zones you're going to have to be good defensive you're going to have to be in, in in good position and stuff like that for me i mean his shot is accurate um, needs a little bit of strength i think that'll come along with you know development and obviously maturity but he's a wild card to me to be honest i mean he's somebody that you know a lot of you know, everybody knew who he was, but, you know, with, with the start that he's had, um, you know, he really has been, been jumping up, jumping up draft boards. It would be my guess. So, uh, but that's the thing is you're not just getting a goal scorer. You're getting, you know, you're getting a, a kid that can play in all three zones. Now uh, he had a pretty good last, pretty good season last year. He was almost a point per game in Chicago. Did you ever see this burst in offense coming out of him though? I don't think so. I, I, you know, I don't think, you know, by any means last year was a fluke. I thought it was something that, you know, hey, he's good hockey players and real good teams putting up some good points. Um, but man, the, the start that he got off to uh, the point streak. Um, no, I mean, to say that I saw this coming would would definitely be tough to say. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> it's impressive. I mean, if you do that in any league, it's definitely impressive. Now, going into the season, Mackie Samoskovich was the higher-ranked prospect. I'm wondering, with his season so far, has he disappointed or has Coronado just overshined him? I think Coronado's just outshined him a little bit. Um, you know, Mackie, he plays a smart game, too. I mean, his vision is top-notch when he's got the puck on his stick. Um, he uses his line mates really well. He finds open space. You know, for me, I'd like to see him go 100 miles per hour um, a, a little bit more. I mean, that's something that, you know, from shift to shift, I, I think effort level would be something I would definitely preach with him. But I, I just think that, you know, with Coronado being, uh, you know, where he's at offensively right now, putting up points, um, you know, in the USHL, that, that has been probably overshadowing him more than, uh, you know, Mackey's taking a step back. Now, you spoke a bit about the way Chicago developed players. They've become a hotbed for prospects as of late. I'm just wondering, uh, you know, you go to so many games. Could you give us a quick history lesson on how they became so successful? Ryan Hardy, uh, the general manager, has, has just been exceptional uh, in bringing in players. Um, I think he really knows what he's looking for um, when it comes to a hockey player. been able to kind of pick his brain a little bit, um, not as much as I would like. Uh, but, you know, when you got a, a, a hockey guy like Ryan Hardy, you try and pick his brain as much as possible. Uh, they just have a good development, you know, talking about, uh, you know, Coach Sheehan, um, you know, Coach Moore, who's up with Toronto Marlies now. You know, I mean, they've got top-notch minds, uh, hockey minds. Um, you know, for me, um, you know, they put the development in there. Um, the owner, um, you know, Robbins is, you know, really putting in the resources, um, you know, to say, hey, we want to be good at hockey. It's not just, uh, you know, a, a passing by anymore, or, you know, stuff along those lines where, um, you know, maybe some organizations just, uh, you know, and, and I'm not talking about just the USHL, but overall, you know, just trying to make sure you're filling up good teams and um, maybe a local, you know, prospects and stuff like that, where Chicago, they, they want all the good players. They, they really do. They're competitive as heck. Uh, but I, I think it starts with the organization. I think it starts with the general manager that he knows the rules. He knows what he's looking for. He's looking for the type of player. 
Um, you know, developing them on the ice uh, has been something fun to watch. I, I posted on Twitter the other day, they had a, a power play that, you know, I think every player switched a spot. Some players, you know, switched spots twice. Um, and then they had a backdoor goal. And, you know, I was just floored. I went back and watched it again. I was like, holy cow. You know, I mean, this is something that, you know, is just so unique. Um, whether if it's putting more forwards on the ice, stuff along those lines. Um, they're just not, they're not old school hockey. There is nothing old school about them. I mean, they're, they're definitely taking a, a big step forward and, and the development, I think it starts with, with the general manager, Ryan Hardy. Now that philosophy where they want every player to be kind of able to play in every position and, and fill in in all the gaps. I'm wondering, uh, has Ryan Hardy filled you in a bit on, on the mindset behind that? And that's something I'd, I'd, I'd really like to, to pick Ryan's brain a little bit more um, is it, just the hockey side of things. You know, obviously, um, you know, when you're talking about the X's and O's, you know, that's something that I, I'm very uh, new with, with the development, stuff like that, getting to know the game a little bit better. But to me, I, I think it's just their philosophy, you know, the show that, hey, we don't need to be two defensemen and, and three forwards. Uh, you know, if we've got to throw an extra forward out there or you've got to play a different position. Um, you know, that, that's just something that uh, I think it's fun for the hockey players. Uh, I, I mean, I, I really do. Um, you know, when the guy jumps over the ice, uh, you know, he knows that, hey, he's got a certain thing that he needs to do and I need to do it the correct player and be sitting on the bench. That's for sure there in Chicago. But um, I, I just think it's fun for the players. I mean, they definitely do take, take a liking to it. Now, although Owen Power is in Michigan this year, um, the last two years he spent in Chicago, they've got to take credit for most of his development. Um, do you think Power is the, the first overall candidate in this draft? He definitely is in the conversation. Um, the size right now is is something you can't teach. I mean, when you're 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, 210, 220, uh, you know, you can't teach that. Um, and then he moves really well. I mean, he skates very well. I thought he was the best player in, in, in the league last year. I know we were chatting a little bit, but, um, you know, he was the type of defenseman that when he was playing well, he was good. You weren't going to beat him um, on the ice. Uh, and, and that to me is something that's special, um, you know, where you've, you've got guys where, Hey, you know, fishing the puck out of the net next time down, Hey, they're scoring a goal, you know, stuff along those lines. He, he wasn't fishing the puck out of, out of the net too many times. And in Chicago didn't have to rely on him. It's not like he had to play 30 minutes a night in order to be successful as well. Um, so it's, you know, his development was, was fantastic. When he came in, you could see, you know, because when he came in, you're, you know, as a 15-year-old, I think he was, and, you know, you think, wow, you know, hey, he's talented, he's got the size, you know, he looks like a giraffe out there because he's got to fill out his frame a little bit, uh, but, you know, I mean, he definitely had it, and then last year, the, the you know, his, his confidence, I, I thought, you know, really took off, I mean, really sorry, you can see when, with the puck in his own zone, um, you know, he makes smart decisions, you know, I, I know everybody likes to play the, the comparison game and, and sometimes it's not fair to kids to say, hey, you, you know, you look like, you know, Victor Hedman or, you know, something along those lines. But, um, you know, it's hard to say, you know, last year he didn't wasn't the type of player for Chicago that Victor Hedman is for Tampa Bay. So he's definitely in, in, in the conversation for me. I'm wondering with the Owen Power you've seen in Chicago, do you think it's possible that we haven't seen the best of him at Michigan yet? I think so. I think you know, playing against men is so different. And, and you know, at the college level, you could have you know, 20, 21, 22 years old, um, you know, it could be uh, a little bit of, you know, hey, schoolwork and <laughs> development a little bit different that way. I mean, obviously he's going to get top-notch, uh, you know, strength and conditioning at Michigan. So I think for me, I don't think he's struggling. I think you haven't seen the best for sure uh, from him uh, since he's been at, at, at Michigan, but 
you know, for me, I, I still think that was good for him because he was able to play against older guys, able to compete a little bit. You know, guys are stronger in front of the net, guys are stronger in the corners, something that he definitely needs to develop. Um, he doesn't have that nasty streak to him where, and I'm not talking, you know, just flat out, you know, illegal stuff, but he just doesn't have that getting hands on guys, getting sticks on guys a, a little bit, you know, that I think he needs to develop. And, and that's something that, you know, when you're playing against older guys, you know, that's a big thing. You know, if he was in the USHL right now, um, you know, he would just be completely dominating that league. So it, it's good to see him against a, a little bit of older competition. In the discussion for first overall, people often bring up Power's offensive ceiling. And when they compare him to a guy like Brant Clark, who obviously has a very high offensive ceiling, mm -hmm. uh, where do you think it lies for Owen Power uh, in, in terms of his offensive upside? Yeah, Brant Clark, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of the guys here at FC and, and, and girls that, that are talking about him being first overall, I haven't seen enough of him. Um, I really do focus in on the USHL. Um, a little bit more um, in, in a little bit of hockey and or a little bit of high school and obviously college uh, well, college, especially this year with, with Michigan. But, you know, Brant, I, I, when I saw him play, I thought his skating was phenomenal. Um, you know, he's somebody that, um, you know, if you told me that he was a tick ahead of, of where Owen Power is uh, offensively, I would have to believe you. Um, you know, I think, you know, just his ability uh, with with the puck on his stick, his vision, his IQ, and then I think you take his skating into consideration. And you know, I mean, when, when all things considered, I, I think I'm going to see a little bit more of, of of Clark as the draft or whenever the draft happens um, gets a little bit closer because I do get focused in so much on on just kind of the USHL. But um, you know, offensively, I, I think maybe Brant might bring a little bit more just from what what we've talked about. Now, I wanted to talk about how important it was to see power in Chicago. And then this year they got Adam Fantilli, you know, two of the top prospects coming out of Canada in the last decade, honestly. Um, do you think that's going to be something we see more of guys going to the States? Do you think it's about the fact that they want to go play college hockey for a bit and get an education? Or do you think Chicago's just been that good of a program that they want, that it's the next best step in their development to go play for the Steel? I think it's a great step for them. Uh, it keeps another option open. Um, you know, when, like you talked about going and playing in the NCAA, um, you know, obviously keeping your amateurism is, is a huge part of that. Um, you know, Adam coming down and that's huge for Chicago Steel. I, I think it really does show how well they're doing when it comes to developing players. And, and for me, you know, college, it'd be great to see college hockey really take off. Um, <laughs> I'll age myself here a little bit, but I grew up going to UIC games uh, Illinois, Chicago, and, um, you know, really wasn't that big uh, of development, you know, stuff along those lines. And we're, and we're talking a while back now. So uh, to see that, you know, NCAA is going to be an option for players, um, I could see more players maybe coming this way and, you know, we're getting a little bit more of the development. Um, you know, it's not just, you know, Team USA that's going to be the, you know, development team. It, you know, if you could Chicago Steel, get some other, other teams that are say, hey, we're going to really – um, you know, bring some players down, work on the work on the development and stuff like that. Uh, it'd be great to see, especially being here in the states. I, I know it'd be great for you, Kyle, uh, north of the border. But it would be great to see just you know the the talent coming this way. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a bit conflicted because obviously you want to see your own leagues produce the talent, but at the end of the day, they're still coming back to Canada playing for us at the World Juniors and the Olympics. So, you know, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> I guess we could probably argue that all day, uh, you know, stuff like that. But in, in, you know, see it at the World Juniors, you know, obviously when, uh, you know, all these players get together, it's such an awesome tournament to watch. I mean, it really is around the holidays. So, 
but if you're getting good development, I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, I'm in a different, uh, you know, realm of things. And, and I always tell players, you know, for my work, uh, my profession, but, you know, I always tell players that if you're getting the development, that's what you should be doing. Because, you know, you, you don't want to be the best at 14. You want to be the best at 24. Well, thank you so much for all this insight. It's been great talking to you. Oh, absolutely, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening along. Be sure to keep it locked to FC Hockey so you don't miss the latest news, notes, and interviews featuring the NHL Entry Draft.